You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Undisputed. We got topics here today. I couldn't take you guys serious right there. We're talking negative Neverlanders. We got the Disney drop, Light at the Magic Kingdom, Divorce Court, and is Disney throwing away money? I hope you're ready. We have a jam-packed show, and we have a new guest. Sean, how are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm ready for today's show. Uh, these topics were, it was like they knew we were making a show. And I felt right. like every day they're like, they gave me another segment. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm throwing this into this week. So I, I'm excited. How are you doing? I, I'm good, man. We we're talking before and you're like, tell me. I'm like, well, I don't need stuff. I only practice, you know, looked into one of these topics. The other stuff is easy to talk about. But Kubrick's like, stop, stop, stop. Just to save it for the show. Save it for the show. And I'm like, all right, so I'm ready to go. Let's go. I've been here. Damn, Marvel Trap kept me late at work. So I'm, I'm here late at work. So I record at work right now. So let's get the shit going, Lewis. Hey, but you, like, like a Marvel show, you got to stay to the end credits. And we're that end credit. We're that, that yeah, punch home. But before we get started, we have not only a guest with us tonight, but we have a new co-host. Uh, Sean kind of gave you a little sneak peek. Sorry. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, Sean, Lewis, uh, Kubrick, back from TTFC. Uh, and I'm really honored. And actually, like, I I was blown away when I was asked to be another co-host on this unbelievable co- uh, podcast. I'm excited. Let's get into it. I'm feeling Sean's energy. Let's get <laughs> down to business, gentlemen. Let's go. You gotcha. Are- you are our ninth co-host that we have as part of Walt's Apartment Podcast. So they, they always, <laughs> we, have, we have nine hosts that are part of this <laughs> right now. Ninth time is the charm. That's how the old saying goes. All right, well, let's do this. It was uh, awesome. It was awesome having you and Bill on last time. And um, you, Lewis, has said you expressed interest, and I'm like, I never say no to anyone. I can have thirty hosts. I don't care. And you guys were awesome. And um. Welcome, man. Welcome to the welcome to the family. Because that's oh, a big thing right now because of Fast and Furious, right? Family. So for family. Yeah. yeah. Family. Great both of us on last week. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, man. Good to have you here. Thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a small audible. We had a topic that was supposed to be the lead. Oh, come I, on, you're not gonna take that away from me, are you? Oh, I'm not gonna take it away. I'm not gonna take it away, but the energy was real high with that last one. So I'm gonna bring in my my audible topic and we're gonna hit that real quick. Uh and the question that I'm posing is, is Disney throwing away money? But like we shared beforehand, not necessarily throwing away money, but what are our thoughts on these projects that are huge investments that have such a small lifespan? And by no like small lifespan. About. You mean like a hotel that took like three years to build and just all of a sudden it's done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have, I mean, that ho- the ho- let's start with the hotel. I mean, that caught me off guard. And there's so many mixed emotions on yeah. Is that a Disney move to say towards Florida, which we'll get in that a little bit? Is that a Disney move to say, hey, we're going to save some money? Or was that a Disney move because they realized that it wasn't doing what it should be? 
I never, I've never went, so I can't say if it was good or bad. But reviews have been 50-50 down the middle. Um, so what's your guys' view on that? Sean, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no go by ahead. all means, yours is just – you're rare well, to go. Do it. It's, it, so your question is, is Disney throwing away money? The mm-hmm. obvious answer is yes. And um, I applaud them for doing this. And I, that's probably like a completely different take than anyone else would have. I applaud them for realizing that they – really that they it just wasn't working and didn't keep putting more money into it um yeah they they are it's i i don't think it was an fu to the florida i think it was like shit we messed up when we started this thing we gave everybody in the world a free access to it before and this is what i like about this we talked about this a second we talked about you know how show everyone's shows or this or we're gonna get into that i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not gonna sidetrack we'll talk about that in a second but <laughs> we we this show gives us a more of a free reign to talk about different things we're usually kind of you know pretty vanilla on the which we're trying to be you know we love disney disney you done screwed up and you know it and you accepted it and i think you did the right thing in the long run everyone's sad about it i understand Sarah Sterling, who was uh, she was a she was a an Imagineer who lost her job during COVID. This was she worked on the star, the Galactic Star Cruise and was very proud of it and very happy about it. Um, they just realized you can't charge people six thousand dollars for four people for two days, but they have they had so much into it that that's what they had to charge to make anything off. It's only a hundred rooms. So you think about that. So, yeah, that's a lot of money. Six, you know, six thousand dollars times a hundred. That's six hundred thousand. Am I right? Sixty or six hundred thousand dollars? It's six hundred thousand dollars, right? Sure. So, yeah, I, I'm so not good at math, and I'm a finance guy. A crazy so, amount of money times yeah. one hundred. That's six hundred thousand dollars. Poor, you know, every two days, it costs a lot to run that. You got to run the hotel. You got to pay your cast because your cast members are basically actors in that. So they realized we're not that this isn't working out, and I applaud them for staying we screwed up we're going to stop doing this now you have that really cool empty building that david from fresh bake was talking about sitting there what are you going to do with it who knows um the the barges from harmon from the thing on at emcot harmonious cost a lot of money but everybody knew that was temporary so that's not really throwing away money that was just done for what it was for what it was for but yes they're throwing money away um but yes they acknowledge the fact that we screwed up and we're going to, we're going to take it on the chin right now. They said they're going to lose $300 million by closing that. I saw that uh, Mickey blog, I think our blog Mickey reported that today and some other people that I don't trust them as much, but blog Mickey posted it and said that they're going to lose $300 million just by closing the Galactic Star Cruiser, which is very sad when they're already losing billions of dollars every quarter as a, you know, which is one of our other topics about losing money, uh, losing stock and stuff like that. But I'm talking too much. Someone else talk, take it from me and tell me what you think. Sean, I actually kind of thought that it was interesting that you brought up the point that you applaud Disney for, for, for doing this. I just thought that that was a really interesting take on applauding them for throwing money away. Um, (laughs) I, I, I just like, let's, let's think about it though. I mean, really like is, is it, in the grand scheme of things, is it really going to be that bad for Disney to lose that amount of money? I mean, short term, yeah, but yeah, I exactly mean, around for 
they're going to be around for a long, long time. And I think if you and I are having this conversation 20 years from now, we're going to be like, right. Hey, you know that time. Remember that place? hotel, you know, yeah, yeah. That, that old thing. But I, I totally agree. I think like, even when I saw like, uh, YouTubers or influencers talking about it on, on their vlogs and everything. And I was like $6,000. And also like, this isn't even in California. Like this is in right. Florida. So you got to right. imagine too, like people are not spending money like they would out there that they would in California. Um, but yeah, just $6,000 for two days. Like that's an absurd amount of money. And I don't know what the plan long-term really for, what was it for? We, you know, we'll probably, I mean, we're obviously never going to know, but just I knowing Disney and I'm hoping the way that the Imagineers are able to come up with something, maybe, I mean, not, it's not going to be a quick fix for them to turn it around, but hopefully they'll be able to, no, you're good. I I like, I think it helps my thoughts. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows what they'll be able to do with it. I mean, I'm sure they're cooking up something right now, but right. <clears throat> replace it. Who knows? I, I, I I'm going to go back. I'm not going to go back on what I said. Cause I, I maybe not applaud them is the right. But I respect them for, right. for not saying we're going to keep trying. We're going to lower right. the price. We're going to lower right. the price and, and not give you as good a product. Right. So exactly. They, like they just accepted the fact that this isn't working and we need, yeah. Let's open yeah. it right after global pandemic too. Not probably, probably, probably not the smartest move ever. Just saying, mm-hmm. not not the best uh, business decision. I would have rated, I would have waited till this year, I think, to Same. even open the place. So yeah, it's. I think when it when you said applaud, it's like they're not trying to stay on a sinking ship and really right. trying to fix something and hope it works. At the same time, throwing money away and then being like, "Wow, we tried to put a band aid right. on yep. a twelve inch gash and it didn't work." Yeah, and we're out even more. Yeah. <laughs> but Lewis, yes. what are your thoughts on it, man? I, I think, I, well, one, just just to throw some uh, disclaimers out there, it was mm. like it's like five and a half grand per night if you're a family of four. For like a family of two for two nights, it's about like two and a half grand. Still, an astronomical money when you look per person. Yeah. Um, but I think the idea itself no, it's four thousand dollars for two people. If I'm not mistaken, it's a cabin of four. When I looked at the prices on it. It was like right. little, it was four thousand dollars for two people. Four people was six thousand dollars. So I mean, even, even those numbers though, it's it's we'll super high. But, but I think where Disney messed up was by building that. Mm-hmm. And the, if they're where I think they're throwing away money is by not investing in their creative teams. Now yeah. this is where you have that down. You have that which Bob did this. You could say Bob Iger did this. It was Iger. That was, it was, it was that was planned before he left. So. It was planned. Yeah. I, I can plan on how to make a pizza restaurant. Doesn't mean the pizza is going to be made the way it was planned. Yeah, so you, yeah, yeah. So at one is point, someone have a, is someone wearing like wearing like a microphone? I'm hearing like a weird. Okay, they went away. Um. So I think yes, hmm. I think Chapek messed up some plans that were not intended. But at the same time, too, you can't always blame Chapek. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Come on. On, on this one, though, I gotta blame him because you don't have to blame him. He, he was there when they first opened that. He, right. if I'm the CEO, mm-hmm. and I and I'm supposed to be understanding what the Disney company's about, I should have saw that and said, "Hey, we can't have this much." creative energy in here because we have to pay for that it is not economically affordable by families he could have made that change 
Now, Iger coming in and pulling this Band-Aid and saying, no, we're going to just shut it down, and then to give us that ridiculous dumb letter that says, oh, we were trying this. It was a great endeavor. This, If it was a great endeavor, you would not take the three million. $300 million loss. Now, if that's the actual number, we don't know because it came from another website, but a $300 million loss when you're losing money already, how does that sound? It doesn't sound sexy at all. Like, we'd rather, you'd rather spend money and try to, like, like Kubrick said, you'd like to rather spend money and try to put a bandit on something that's going to, it's like I, me being personally on the, being on the Titanic and you're on the door and, you know, Jack's in the, Jack's in the water. You still can't pull him up. No, I, he's not going to fit not, on the door. So why would you keep trying? I'm not saying we should keep trying. He would have fit on the door. Let's be but, real. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm not saying they should keep trying. But you give us this bullshit letter saying that it was a great endeavor and it's really paid out well. Yeah, and it's, it's leap. That that's them saying that, that was announced at the 2019 D23 by Bob Iger. So it had nothing to Bob Chapek. Bob Iger was in charge at the time. They were already going full full steam with this and couldn't back out of it. They couldn't back out, but they could have changed operations. They could have changed operations. So I'm not saying Iger's out of the clear either because, again, why are you going to sit there and kill a $300 million cash cow? Why? Doesn't make sense. I think it's part of the the cutbacks, unfortunately. But, again, if you would have gave – and no disrespect to – you mentioned uh, a lady named Sarah. No disrespect to her. But, again, you gave Imagineers limited creativity. And so limited that they couldn't do much with it. Why was there? Have you seen that? Have you watched anything about that Star Cruiser? Yeah, I've watched tons. Yeah, and how? I don't see anything limited with that. I don't know. I, I I know this is the show where we kind of go at each other, but I don't know how where you're coming up with the idea that anything was. I think that was an amazing experience from what I've seen. I'm I'm talking limited on Star Wars theming characters. Why didn't they throw the money makers, Chewbacca, Luke, Leia, all of them in there? They gave yeah. us some opera star and a Greedo knockoff. Like, why? Why not just give us the characters we know and love? Why try to create something new? The only times that's worked is on TV. Galaxy's Edge. Wait a second. Now- no, wait. I, I'm, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop okay. you because you you are the one. You are one that says that things things need to be changing. Need more imagination and everything. That's what they did with this. They tried to give you new, and now you're saying, why aren't we getting the old? No. Hold on, hold on. Imagination. That's what you just said, am I, am I, am I wrong? That's what you just no, said. I will, I will agree with you. I do say that, but imagination wasn't there. The cruise ships have more imagination than a hotel does. Why are the cruise ships, which is just a mobile hotel, doing ten times better than a stationary hotel? They could have said, "Let's do everything that boats are doing," but Star Wars, it didn't work because they gave us bullshit ass characters that were sub level. An opera singer, that's the main character? What? I completely you think it was different. maybe because they were trying to, like, let's try these new characters out to see how well this endeavor goes? Because if you think about it, you don't want to have, you know, legacy characters associated with a failed product. That would bring their name down. Okay. I just, you know, just, just kind of from an outsider looking in. You know, when I first even saw The Mandalorian, I was kind of like, Huh, I don't know about this. And then yeah. when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. But just from a business standpoint, that's the only reason I could see why they would want to do something. You got me like fired that. up, Lewis. You really got me fired up about this. <laughs> this show's working. Well, this show- it is because you, you preach all the time. 
Let's do something new. Let's get more imaginative than we do it. Why aren't we having Chewbacca style? Chewbacca is my favorite character. I completely agree with you. But you're the right now. You're you're explaining the reason why we have so many live action remakes because they work. But if though, but again, <laughs> but then why why isn't that hotel working? Because according to you, because they brought something new in. No, because the, what they what they brought in that was new. Was not Star Wars. Where in Star Wars do we, in any type of Star Wars, whether books or movies, where do we say, you know what, we're going to follow the side of an opera singer? Nowhere. That's the whole story of that. That's, that's the, that's, that was their advertisement. Oh, you're going to meet Gala. You're going to meet Gala. Who the fuck cares? Give me a new Sith. Give me a new Jedi. Give me a new ship. Okay? Give me droids that talk shit to me. Don't give me an opera singer and a Greedo knockoff that's going to talk to me in the show. Don't give me that. Give me something Star Wars. I think you, Kubrick's right, though, with this, though, the fact that they didn't want to taint anything that they already had. So that totally makes sense. Oh, which absolutely. Why, which is and, why we do so many live-action remakes of every damn Disney movie. Out oh, we, Under we, the we, sun, man. Under the yeah. sun, we're sick of them. Because why? Because they work. But you know, <laughs> hey, Galaxy's Edge worked, and Galaxy's Edge didn't have much of the new characters until more recently. They had the one girl with the blue hair. She pops in and out every once in a while. You think she's a guest. But now they're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. But I just, And then not only that, the hotel itself, though, I mean, I don't think the hotel is going nowhere. I would not be surprised that they expand on it, and it's a Star Wars-themed hotel where it's just Star Wars-themed. They got the window. They're not demolishing that. There's way no, too much tech no, in that. No, it's no, going to no. be a Star Wars-themed hotel, which is going to work out. But – have you guys seen Google Maps of where it's located? It's like in the middle of nowhere. Of oh, nowhere. Not even, on, not even like I, near any of the parks. Oh, shit. Like, like, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, David from Fresh Bake actually showed a video, uh, did a video the other day. And yeah, it's literally like just a building like in the back lot of, of Walt Disney World. It's the weirdest. You can't even tell it's a hotel. It looks that. If that is an immersive experience, gentlemen, I don't know what is. If that's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. From, from, from what you're, I you're saw, in Tatooine. No, you're 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 in the swamplands. Like, good move, Disney. No, I I just. Oh my no, God. you look like you're on the set of the longest yard with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Cheeseburger Eddie, my yeah, favorite it's, Jedi it's of all time. <laughs> and so for me, I just they threw away money when they planned that hotel, and I'm blaming Iger. For, for even allowing that to happen because you look at the Star Wars movies when Force Awakens came out yes it blew up Last Jedi came out ooh mixed reviews Solo came out mixed reviews Rogue One came out people are like all right you you can do this The Rise of Skywalker we have horses riding um Death Stars or um um I forgot they're called Star I uh, for the Star Destroyers you have horses riding around. It's like, what happened here? So you you didn't listen. And but then again, though, that gee, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it, it's oh, up wow. here on the top. It's, it's in the back. It's the building up here on the top. It is literally a back by itself. That is yeah. magic shattering. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the administration building that was it's an administration Airbnb. That's, That's what, what it's gonna is. become. You watch, it's gonna become a big old admin building. That's what's gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> so anyway, just like the ESPN zone. Oh, oh my god. That's another throwaway money. Our downtown Disney right now, like, come on, get it together, yeah. guys. Yeah, it's shit. It's, it's it's wild. I mean, we've had this this we had this discussion, I forgot when. Indiana. Indiana's one that they need to stop 
throwing money into. It's always breaking down. Yeah. It's time, it's time to let it let it ride off into the sunset. But bring, should we bring something new in or should we bring something? Sorry. <laughs> oh my God, dude. He's poking the bear. He's poking the bear, man. You, you can bring something new in that has established. I mentioned bringing it onward into Indiana Jones. You yeah, create Guinevere cool. and you ride in that. It's an established movie that some kids like. Like, cool. You don't bring in an opera singer for Star Wars. You just you just don't. It wasn't just that. Name something else on that ship. Ray's on there. Who? Ray's on. Ray is in there. Ray's she like the main up. part of it. Oh, you're talking about the scene where she's fighting the lightsaber that she has to switch down for the fake one because they don't want to break the fragile one. That Ray. The thing's expensive. And look, they're having money problems. Of course, they're yeah. Not. And- <laughs> they're throwing yeah. 340 away. They can. Yeah. They can. They can spare yeah. a lightsaber or two. Yeah, the, the force is strong. Let me switch out to my replica that nobody saw me do. Oh, Stop it. Man. And all right. Well, with that, let's. Damn. Yeah, this, this is a perfect good. segment into our next one. Negative Neverlanders. Oh my god! <laughs> so guns hot. So so for our listeners, the theme of this is Negative ne- ne- Neverlanders, and what that is is the the influencers out there that talk nothing but bad or nothing but good on Disney. You hear it here. We're talking all the the good, the bad. We're battling each other. We're not really battling Disney, but there are YouTubers, influencers out there that love making money on just bashing the mouse. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm getting tired of hearing it because it's some of them are just not even really doing their own research. Some of them are just following the words of other influencers. But I wanted to bring it to the table. I wanted to get your guys' feedback. And I think right now is the perfect time since everyone's blood is a little warm right now. Well, this already got me fired before we even started because we were talking about it. <laughs> and... um you know, th- this is why I was going back to talk about our show, our, our Walt's apartment main show. When I first started, I wanted it to be, yeah, we love Disney. Disney's great. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We're going to support Disney. I mean, it's Walt's apartment, which is the most wholesome thing you could think about. Mm-hmm. The show definitely has taken a turn this last probably six months to a year. We cuss oh. now. No, you're fine. We cuss. <laughs> we, we cuss. We cuss now. We have opinions, but you need that. But, but, but there's a balance on that too. I mean, and there's, I don't know. You have all these people and then it fr- frustrates me personally because what we have is small and still up and coming. You have these big old news websites or YouTube vloggers that get everything for free handed to them and do nothing but complain about change this, change that other podcasts. Let's do this. Our top, f- our top 10, our top 10 least favorite things. I would never ever sign off on doing a show. If we're talking about something, our least favorite, anything regarding Disney. There's no way because this is still done for fun and it's supposed to be Disney related. That's what it all comes back to. But when you have people that I got to go to the galactic star cruiser when it, when it first opened for free because they wanted me to go there and give my honest review you know Disney wanted you to give a good review because they had you come and you you run a huge Disney Walt Disney World news site out of Florida. You know what I'm talking about. And and you and you complain and you whine that it's just not right and blah 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 and you're taking this away from us and Disney you're making all these mistakes and that's kind of what got me fired up saying that I do applaud Disney for for doing what they did because of what that person was saying that 
you just can't do this. And the cast members, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I'm so sad that cast members are going to lose their jobs over this, but you, you can't always bash the hand that feed the, the hand that feeds you. Mm-hmm. I, I work for a Chevy dealership. And if I, and if I said every other day, Chevy's are pieces of shit, I wouldn't have a job, you know, but it's, it's, and it just drives me crazy that these people get everything handed to them free trips across the country to come see Toontown opening or free trips to Florida to see the Galactic Star Cruiser free trips. I got to be there when Phantasm reopened in, in, in Florida. And, but I didn't like it though. I didn't like it though. I can't believe Disney did that. What the hell is your problem? Do, do you think then that Disney really just values their opinion so much that they just continue to do it? I, why you got to come in here and be like all oh, this guy that's trying to find the, the, the <laughs> Do you have you come on the show just to like contain me? Is that why you asked me? No, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to open the mind. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. No, but I <laughs> Disney has to know though that mm. if we ask WDW News Today to come to something, we have a 60 40 chance it's going to be a shit review. They know that, and do yet they, they feed, let them do and it. Yet anyway. they come and they let old Tommy come in and whine and bitch about everything, and that's fine. He's not the only one. There's so many other people. But they're people that I like that, you know, so, I mean, I'm not going to name them, but they, you get all this stuff for free and you get to go to Disney. Listen here to me right now. If anyone in, in, in Burbank or Anaheim is listening right now, you have me come to something or any one of my people. I have people in L.A. that will come and go to any of your, maybe not Lewis. Or, 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 or in Northern California. Yeah. Northern or, California. Yeah. Well, you just let us know. You let us know. <laughs> we'll come down. We'll be honest with you, but we're not going to bash you at the same time. And that's the problem I have with is that ba- mm. Disney screwed up again. Disney screwed up again. And then you have the people, I mean, you get you, now you're getting in a little mermaid. How mm. could Disney do that? Disney screwed that up by making a African-American little mermaid. She's not supposed to be African. Don't even I, get I, me started I, I, I on see, that. So, see, you know, but. What's coming to my mind right now? What you're saying, Sean? And don't don't mean to step over you. You're, you're good. Like the, I need to be contained. I'm fired no, up. Right. No, you're good. You're good. It's just, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking of the phrase "no press is bad press." I mean, I, and that if, you're if, absolutely if, right. If you know, if if they're getting their name out there, and if somebody says, "Wow, this is great," somebody's going to say, "You know what? Maybe I will spend my hard-earned money to see yep. it." Or somebody else is like, "Wow, is it really that terrible? It can't be that terrible." They don't know what they're talking about, or maybe yeah. I want to go and see because I have some money to burn, and I want to see if it's really as shit as what they're talking about. Tom can't hate everything. I mean, let's go. Let's go <laughs> prove him wrong once. You know what I mean? So maybe that's why it's destiny. Lewis, do you hear that? It's a steamroller, is what we're got yeah. going on. Oh, here they, everyone, if, right if you listen to this, if you listen to any of our shows, you know that I. I have many issues I, with with that oh, site. You're, 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 you're in the driver's seat, man. I'm in yeah, the back seat, hanging on. Why it's just, I, you can't you can't create every one of your news articles with something that's not true. <laughs> do I click on all of them? Yes, because <laughs> because you do because it's what you do. Do you? I'm from LA originally, and did you do you watch police chases? Yeah, you want to see what happens. They're always anticlimactic. They're all, they, I they are, you. unless you get that pit movement maneuver, maneuver or something like that. But <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah you get the pit, you know, or the spikes. The spikes are the best, and they're rolling on all four wheels and like <laughs> sparks <laughs> and everything. But now we're. I'm sorry, Lewis. I, Eat your heart. Don't out. be sorry. This this is the concept of this show is to really get sparks flying. And yes. when you mention, I'm trying to lose my podcast because Disney's going to say you're too mean to Tom. Can you please stop? <laughs> if if Disney does that, thank you because that means you're listening. 
So. <laughs> See, there it is. That's the light. Yeah. And that's it's, what Kubrick's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. My distaste for that person, if it ever gets out, that's going to be why. Well, whatever. There you go. And, and, and now he just got a few viewers because they're like, who's this Tommy? Let me go find out who he is. <laughs> new subscribe. New subscribe. He doesn't need anymore. Yeah. Well, okay. Just, just, just to post something then just, just to the room right now. What is more – what is less on your um, – I don't need shit. Just what, what do you enjoy less? Negative reviewers or the ones who are overly positive about everything? And and I'm I'm strictly speaking black and white. I know there has to be a gray area, but which one are you really rolling your eyes at more? The negative ones who say everything's shit or the ones who are looking at everything through rose colored lenses and are trying to make ice cream out of horse shit? Oh, that's yeah, such that's a, a hard but that's damn a good, good question. question. That's a good question, man. That's you want to start writing the show notes? I mean, that's no, no a good one. Because, yeah. okay, so me, and I know I can't say this, but I'm going to I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this and then tell you which one. I hate both. I hate both, but I hate I hate the overly positive ones. Okay. And the reason being is because then I get excited and then I'm disappointed. The ones that are negative, it's like, hey, I can get better. Like mm. it could be better. Um, but then again, though, but it's like a 51-49. The positive That's ones I, I don't like more. Okay. The negative ones, though, if you're consistently negative where it's just negative. Cause like we're being negative, but we're being like negative. We're like, hey, this is how you could fix it. This is our opinion. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's constructive okay. criticism, and then there's just being negative. Yeah. You're con- I love the constructive criticism ones. Those channels, I'll I'll watch those and forget I have kids and a wife. Sometimes I'm like, I'm so engaged. Then, but the overly positive ones, no, can't mm-hmm. do it. When you're overly positive, and uh, yeah, it, that's yeah. that's the hard one. I can't do overly positive. Yeah, Sean, it's, that's. <sighs> Even if it's the fifty-one forty-nine, I even think it, I think it really is like a maybe like a sixty forty for me. And I'm gonna say sixty okay. percent negative because you want to then you want to go find that positive. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, no, totally, yeah. I, you know, there has to be something. This guy says this, this, this is bad, and you're like, well, I thought it wasn't that bad. I heard Runaway Railway was not. Oh, I said it right. Holy crap! Um, well, you're yeah. on with that. Yeah, you're I, heard, I heard that the, everyone has said it's meh, and then I I go on and I'm like. Okay, and I'm expecting, eh, you know, the queue was amazing. I love that. But then the ride, I I enjoy that ride more than Rise of the Resistance, which is a very unpopular opinion. Wow. Okay. I, and I'm, I'm I, saying wow just because I had never. But I have a Mickey Mouse tattoo, so I'm a huge Mickey Mouse fan for one. So is that a tattoo or did he brand you? No, it's the. Part no, of the I know tattoo. it's sick. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's Mickey's always deserved a ride. So I think part of that was that for me, but it was fun. Yeah. But. You know, Rise of the Resistance is, is fun. It was fun the first time. I rode Runaway Railway twice when I was there this last time. And I'm like, this is great. It's so much fun. And looking around, I'm not a fan of how Mickey looks. The new Mickey yeah. is not cool looking to me. But, um, yeah, it's so I would say probably to get back to the question, because I love to where I'm, you know, we I was on Disney Universe podcast. It was like two hours long because I just kept talking. Um, <laughs> but they talk a lot, too. So it's not just me. So. No, but, you're um, good. You're good, man. This is. Good I would. Here. I would say, sixty forty the negative because then I want to mm-hmm. go. Being a huge Disney fan overall, I want to go find that positive myself, which mm-hmm. is usually what I'll do. So and and hang on to the positive and hang on to the positive. Say, oh, screw you, you yeah. were wrong. I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, I really I, I enjoy Indiana Jones. I enjoy the changes they made to it. So you know, 
I don't think it would work what, as Onward. I'm just saying in Adventureland, it makes no sense, but it's okay. It's an adventure kids movie. Are you kidding me? In Adventureland, next to the Jungle Cruise and the Sea Treehouse. Yeah. Sea Treehouse. Makes sense. It, 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 it's fiction. We're, we're not supposed to question the reality. It's Disney, for God's sakes. <laughs> what about you, though? What about you, positive or negative? Oh Which one? God, dude. I mean, it, it, it's such a sliver for me, too, because I do see both that. Lewis, I really love yours. I'm going to have to say the overly positive ones just – and it's a very small margin for me because the negative ones, like Sean – 100% agree. If somebody says something's terrible, I want to go out there and be like, it can't be as bad as they're right. saying it is right. out to be until I form the opinion for myself. I can't let anybody else dictate my own thoughts for me. But the overly positive ones, because, because you know, they're like, it's great, it's wonderful, and then my expectations, you know, get just diminished because they're so sky high because I'm like, it's Disney, it's great, it's this, it's that, it's going to be wonderful. And then once those expectations are brought down, it's really hard to get it back to the level that it was at. Mm -hmm. And and then it's just like, how can I even trust this person anymore? You know, because they're just going to be saying everything's great because yeah. they love Disney. They're getting that free stuff. You name it. I just, I'm overly positive, but damn the negative ones. I just... Uh, you can't see, but I'm clenching my fist. So let me ask you. Let me ask you guys a question, and I'll throw something else out there. So you, do, do do we all watch lots of content creators and, and bloggers? I watch. I, good yeah, I would say so. Me who, too. Yeah. Lewis, in your opinion, who is the best at keeping it 50 ish? Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Okay. So. I have two, and there's okay. there's because there's I feel like there's two types of influencers. There's those that go for the behind the scenes, keeping it 100, building wise, and there's those that go for the surface level, keeping it real. What can I guess who I think your two are? Sure, because I think I know. All right. I got the buzzer ready. Hold on. What's that? I got the buzzer ready. Hold on. I'm gonna say yours is probably one of yours is, is is who I would pick, which would be a Provost Park Pass. Would be the most would be the most 50 50 and the most straightforward. I say that's one of yours. And the other would be David from Fresh Baked. So you have one of them right. Was it not? Was it David? It, 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 David. David is one of the for the ground level. What we see, I like David. Yeah. Provost is a hard one to put in the category because he does so much. He does a like, lot. Yeah. He does a lot of theme parks. He does a lot of just randomness. Mm -hmm. So I don't look at him. Like, I almost watch his stuff like it's just reality TV. Mm -hmm. So it's, I wasn't even thinking of him as an influencer, um, but my two would be uh, David from Fresh Baked because mm -hmm. I love the ground level. What we see is what we see. There's the yeah. theorizing side that. My other one that I do like is Hey Bricky because mm. oh, okay. mm. I like the the whole. We like this. You could have done this. We're okay with this. Yeah. He has that like Joe Rody almost mentality, yeah. and that's what I liked about his. But Provost though. Provost is in a, in a league all of his own. I agree. I, I completely agree. I I think, but we'll we'll get your answer, Cooper, in a second. But um, with Chris, I've I've talked to Chris. You've you've met him. I, I've only interviewed him. But um, the most genuine person, him and his wife both, are the most two gen most genuine people I've ever met. And um, he has a way of saying something's not good. 
and still is like positive about it, which I, which is why I like the way he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, he he'll say Disney, you know, come on, let's talk about this. Like some of his some of his things, let's talk about what Disney could do here instead of saying Disney, you done messed up. You know, obviously he's not that kind of person that would do that. He's he's more positive than he is negative. But I think he, him and Amanda are the best at balancing both to give everyone that that complete that complete um, experience and. When he every one of his his um, videos lately, or for the past like six months or a year, when he talks to the camera and tells you that you're a spe- you're a, an amazing human, the best shit I watch on YouTube is 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 him doing that, just making you feel like, dude, are you talking to me? How do you know what's going on in my life right now? You know, screw you, but you know, and it's the it's one of the best things I've I've seen. Um, if we can have two, um, one other person I'll say is is Megan, who's always on our show. I think Megan is very good at. At, at doing both Megan will will tell you how it is and she'll be she'll be critical and she'll be very positive of something that she really likes so that's so there you go Kubrick you can have two because we both had two I, I mean I just stick with the one provost you guys yeah. are knocked it out of the park with him I mean yeah. he just has a way of explaining things remaining objective you know mm-hmm. sharing his thoughts but not exactly tearing down the yeah. Of what he's trying but we'll to let you know his distaste though he'll exactly. let you know that he doesn't appreciate it doesn't like it but not exactly. in a bad way exactly so. the only time i ever really saw him genuinely get upset was when the magic keys uh I, that was a video where i i can't remember how long it was but i was like wow he's really not pissed but he's vocal about how upset yeah. he is and what could have been done differently yeah with the magic key system. I think Provost is, is great. And he does really him and his wife, uh, no. two real people. It doesn't even look like a persona when he, when he's filming. It is. It's not, it's, it's not, trust me. It's and not. Just, yeah. That's yeah, who it is. Seem like great people. I interviewed his son when he was three miles. Oh, I bet that was, was, it was so much fun. And <laughs> it was just at the end of one of our shows. And we're just like, Hey, where's miles. And we were actually done recording. I just, I was just still recording. We were still talking and, he came on and he's Miles. What's your favorite? Song? Nah, 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 nah. Didn't know what he was saying. Like, uh huh, cool. Like for like you, five minutes, it was, it was so much fun. But yeah, you gotta love Sorry. those guest speakers. They're great. Sorry, Lewis. Well, I got you off topic again. No, it's, these are great topics. Yeah. It's okay. That's it's those conversations though that this show's built off of. Like, hey, we can disagree, we can agree, but again, at the end of the tunnel, we are just trying to see the best Disney that we remember and right. that our kids will see. So that's all it comes down to. Um, but can Disney do that is the question. And uh, it, it goes into our next one, which these two topics might tie in together. But this, oh, segment's, called, this segment's called Divorce Court. Going <laughs> and uh, I say Divorce Court because we're mentioning things like Magic Keys, the hotels being shut down, all this. But God damn it, Chapek. Every other Chapek. This, no, this this is solely on Iger. You come back for a minimum of two years. I mean, he's probably going to extend it. He he's never left. <laughs> he never left in the first place. I mean, there's a lot of gray zone in this. But the biggest thing we're talking about is the Reedy Creek and Florida. He just had the Q2 calling, which I admire what he did. But if I am your PR team and we know we're winning this. Why would you say that? But then again, it was fucking awesome. That's why it, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome to say that, but and it may just be me. When I know I have the the higher up, I just tend to stay quiet. Like, all right, 
I'm going to let this ride out until it can't ride out no more. And for me, right now, he's he's laying it off people. Not that it's his sole decision. He's now that was Epic's idea. Now, yeah. now he's he's closing hotels. He's pulling the Imagineers, but that that I'm doing more homework on that whole segment of uh, Nona Nona Lake and all that. So that's probably in our next episode. But he's making all. There's all these. We gotta talk about that a little bit, though. I mean, even though it's for your next episode, but that's well, well, we'll that touch was huge too. That was part of the divorce. What are you talking about? I, I, mm, I think so. Hold on, we're gonna get there. So right now, Iger seems so dead set on this DeSantis thing that you you're starting to feel a domino effect in Magic Keys. I mean, you heard about, and I'll throw this one in there too. They gave us this whole nonsense for Florida that oh, reservations are gonna be lightened up next year. Oh, this is going to change next year. All this information comes out before your Q2. Mm-hmm. That was that was to bump the dollars. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. That, that was that whole D23 bullshit they gave us. What's behind Thunder Mountain? Nobody cares. Thunder Mountain's not even working. Let's talk Never, about that. Everglades. Let's, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> let's talk about how many times Matterhorn has to go down a year because you mm-hmm. don't have the time or the staff to just get it fixed right in yeah. one shot. It has to go down in segments. Let's That's talk about all true. those. It's, still, it's an old roller coaster, and it needs well, some extra love. Yeah, but the reason why they keep shutting down happy, is because, we have it when we have it. Yeah, which is what, like every other weekend, if that. Yeah, maybe. like so. It's for me. It's like I heard. Oh, it's like let's, let's go. Come on. Let your let your lawyers handle the the the. the no the, hell no. What the magic is dissipating, and he is looking oh, like a I fool. You're trying. You're saying I could not stand that Bob Iger came back. I was upset about it for like a month, and I finally like screw this. I heard him say that when he said, "I don't know. Do you want us to be the biggest employer in the state? Do you want us to continue paying the most taxes in the state? Do you want us to continue to or not?" I'm like, "Fuck yes! He's, this dude is amazing. He's but, like he's going like this. He's going screw yeah, you, bro, yeah, and yeah. come at us, bro." What, but are, he, what, what, what are they saying now? What are they saying? What, 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 what's the big saying right now? Oh, God. David just said it. Walk around and find out. Walk around and find out. Oh, That's my God. Him, right? We finally right. said it. That's what he's telling them right now. Yes, yeah. this will say explicit on the thing, but fuck but, but, around but, and find out. That's what Iger's telling no, DeSantis. He, DeSantis, I don't know. I follow Scott Gustin now, who is probably like one of the best freaking – Gives the most information. Did you see that Ron DeSantis took the F the Florida off of his name on his Twitter? It just says Ron DeSantis now. He knows he's getting his ass beat by a freaking mouse. Well, Lewis, finish finish your thought. I can't. I, go ahead. Iger is making himself look like a fool. You're and the reason I say that, mind. do you do you think Iger's going to pack up Florida and bail out of there? No. Do you think that? No. So why is he battling this battle that he's not going to change? I think it's pride. I think it's pride. Disney has never backed down from anything like this yep. before. They have never that because again, I mean, it's like I'm just it's a pissing match between two rich people, and neither one of them wants to back down. And Disney's going, fuck you, we're gonna stay here, and Florida's going, fuck you, you're not gonna stay here. So we're still at a standstill with everything and we're going to have the same conversation a couple of months from now lewis please keep going though for the record though we love all of our florida listeners oh we do yeah big shout out out dolphins go jennifer our first patreon ever thank you but um and i I, I like Iger volume one 
Iger Volume Two is shit. Oh my God. <laughs> so instead, so who so do you want? You don't Iger. want JPIC. You don't want Iger. Who do you want? I mean, Eisner. Eisner. Oh, bring bring back it back, Eisner. Eisner. Let's go. Let's I mean, some more IP that Louis I mean, loves in the park. Let's go. If it's done right, I'm down. Cars Land is a beautiful IP project that's in the parks. Yeah. That was your. That was. That was Iger. That yeah. was Iger version one. That was Iger one. Uh, that was not Iger 2.0. No. I'm sorry, man. I, I cannot disagree with you more on uh, this. May be the one thing I disagree with you most on ever. I mean, that, I think it's I think it's admirable what he's doing. I but think he, it's brilliant. But at the same time, the rest of your company's falling apart. Wow. No. I mean their you, stock prices dropped. They're gonna be just like Kubrick said earlier about the 300 million. They're going to be fine in 20 years. We're not going to be talking about any of this shit. We're going to make, but, but, remember when Iger told Florida divided, to fuck off? Yeah, that's what that's what we're going to be talking about. You know, a house divided cannot cannot stand. Like if he's not taking care of the people below him, why are they going to even try harder? Which this shows that he is by saying, "Screw you! I have all of your back. We support you." Because we're gonna- he doesn't want to leave Florida. <laughs> They can't leave Florida. Let's be real about that. That can never happen. Can he say we're not going to build anything else in Florida? No, absolutely. No, I'm, not, he can. I'm not saying that at all. No, but he's telling the people in Florida, "You're not going to tell me what I can and cannot do." Right. I run a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. I know business. You people just sit in your chairs and yeah. sign your laws and think yeah. you can do whatever the hell you can do. You can tell everybody else in the country what to do except me because Mickey Mouse made this country. That's what I think he is saying to the people in Florida right now. That is it. <laughs> and I'm not Mouse. saying that I believe Mickey in Mickey Mouse I'm made this, this country. This is what is happening. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, I, I just – I don't get it. I mean, like – It'd be cool if you're saying that to Florida and then be like, hey, guess what? And we're lift, lifting reservations or even slightly yeah. that much. Yeah. But you see all this energy going to DeSantis. Please give me something that this has equal energy. It's coming back to us as fans or the parks or anything Disney related. I Where think, is that? I, I think this shows, this shows you a reason to be a bigger fan. He's doing great from a di- business right. standpoint, but I just oh, shit. Not, see, now I'm, I'm agreeing with Lewis here, and I'm not saying that like disappointed wise. I'm just saying, dude, let your attorneys nah. handle this shit. No. You have bigger fish to fry than somebody out who's trying to tell you what to I do. disagree with yeah. you now. That's fine. I like, like, with both like of for, you, and that's totally fine. Like, why, why hasn't he mentioned shit about Disney Plus, which is losing the most money? Yeah. They're working on that. That's why they cut all this crap. And that's Eddie. You don't understand. Cut all, they you cut a show that? that they just put money in. They put one season out. It's gone less than six months. It was Chapik's fault. I mean, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. But what what they messed up on is by pulling all their content off of other platforms. When we got Disney Plus, let me add. And this is this is going to go into the whole Disney drop the Disney drop dollar. When we got when we heard about Disney Plus, before they mentioned any new shows, they just mentioned you will have the entire Disney library. Oh, I just burped while talking. You, you would have the entire Disney library. We were stoked. We were sold. You didn't even have to tell us new shows were going there. D23 that year, they tell us we're getting the Mandalorian, we're getting WandaVision. We're like, cool. Okay. They take all their content off of other uh, other streaming providers. Where is that money going now? They're cutting themselves checks. They're not making anything. 
They got so right now, and then if any Iger should be sitting there, hey, our new stuff when it hits theaters goes to other platforms and then comes home to Disney Plus to retire, and that's why it's there. We us as fans will will keep Disney Plus. It's not going nowhere. We've seen Dead Zones with no Mandalorian. Everyone likes to say Mandalorian saved Disney Plus. No, we didn't have Mandalorian for two years and people kept subscribing. Streaming, we forget about it like a rotisserie chicken. We buy it, we forget we own it, and we're like, oh, I'm subscribed to there? Oh, that's crazy. Disney needs to start looking at those revenues. How are they going to revive and bring in money? Iger's not doing that. He's worried about Reedy Creek because, oh, it lets us do what we want. Who cares? You have enough money to do what you want anyway. Stop it. Worry about the real problems. Disney Plus, reservations, you know, you're fucking – it's $6 for a Coke. Let's realize the bigger problems. Do you honestly, do, do you honestly think that he's fighting just to poke, poke at Ron DeSantis? Or do you think that he's honestly fighting because there's a lot that we don't know about what really goes into how Reedy Creek has ran and, pro, and ran and why he would fight so hard. You're talking, you're, you're, you're talking, you're talking about a space the size of San Francisco or Manhattan that Disney runs. So you're, you're trying to tell me that, he's not i mean we're joking and we're having fun with it and i think it's fun to poke the bear and stuff but there's obviously some other reason that they're fighting this hard and we don't know what it is yeah and i confess i'll be the first to say you know what i didn't even consider that we don't know what kind of tax breaks they're actually getting we don't know what other kind of stuff that they're getting we don't know all that stuff and there's something people probably never will know but you have to think about it there is a, a reason it looks fun in optics it looks great to be poking at this guy saying yeah um, yeah, I'm not going to bring 6,000 more employees to, to this place because, and that's why he did the Lake Nona thing. I'm sorry. That's why they canceled that. You can say that's not why, but that's why they did this because that's 6,000 more taxpayer dollars that would go into that state. And he's like, screw you. If you're going to give me crap about what I'm doing now, there's more to this Lewis than, 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 than honestly, what than, than honestly, that I think any of us actually understand. Oh, I, they, I wouldn't, would... they wouldn't fight this hard just to say, just because Walt started this, no, there's there's another reason why. I, I, I will. I will reason is, but I will agree with you. Um, and I think, I think them moving to Florida, the Imagineer segment part of that. I only think the reason why they were going to Florida was because Florida kicked the gates open mm-hmm. on COVID way earlier than yep. California was oh, anticipating. Yeah, yep. and they didn't. They weren't going to try to lose that money, so they were staying in motion. Yep. And I, I, I will not disagree that this Florida thing just sealed the deal for like, now we're just going to stay here yep. because they probably had no real intent to go there. But I also think that Iger's doing this and this is where it takes a leap off Disney. I think he's doing this for bigger things in his own future because yep. there are always those trickle I, ideas I, uh, running for yep. president. Yep. So, but that's, Possibly. that's when you start drinking the conspiracy juice and you never come back after drinking that stuff. So that's a dangerous. That's why I, I do believe there's more to this than we are seeing. But at yeah. the same time, I also know that they're not fully know, but from as a fan and as a guest, a part guest, mm-hmm. I also do see that there's stuff being lacked on while mm-hmm. a lot of energy sure. is being sourced to that. And that yeah. completely off topic again, you brought up Disney Plus, and we've talked about this on our other shows. The one thing you need to realize with Disney Plus was yes, they made mistakes starting that too. The biggest mistake was letting people sign up for three years before you had to re up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that was like a thing that was out there for all you could you could buy these this this three year subscription for like a couple hundred bucks. The the that dropped the 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 subscribers dropped once once that three years was up. They're coming back now, and they come back when Mandalorian comes back, when yeah. a Marvel show comes out. They they go up and down. It's it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, I think that I think it was a mistake to get, to give it away for three years just to start it off. That's and that was. Bob Iger was in charge then in 2019 when Disney Plus came on. Bob Chapik was nowhere around. Bob Chapik was working on the hotel that that Iger just announced at D23 a month earlier. That's what you know. But <clears throat> it's I don't know. It's there's so much. I I think I know. Like I said, we joke back and forth about all this stuff. I think it is hilarious. I think if Bob Chapik would have fallen fallen in line with Ron DeSantis's thoughts last year, we mm. would be having this conversation today. Yep. And and Bob and DeSantis has said that he basically has said in so many words that you went against me, I'm going to go against you. You don't support what we support, which, mm-hmm. and that's a whole nother topic that, that we don't talk about that kind of stuff on here. I mean, we can, but it's not something that we need to dive into. It's, it's not a, I, I don't know it, because, because you did, I'm going to stop my feet and take it, take, I'm going to, I'm going to take my ball and go home because you didn't fall in the line with what I said. Mm-hmm. And that's where this all started. Bob, that was Bob Chapik's downfall was not handling that properly the first time. And mm-hmm. that's what started his downfall was his handling of, of that situation, which um, we all know what it is. So we don't need to get into it, but <laughs> it's so Bob, Rob, whatever his name, DeSantis is going to bitch and whine. And now Bob Iger is just clearing the path for Donald Trump to run for president again, basically, because oh. now there's, no, there's no one. That, so. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't normally. Pull, I don't normally pull you back in, but I'm going to pull you back in on that one. No, that's fine. That's fine. But <laughs> pull you back in on that one. <laughs> All I see is jokes, and I, I even put the joke on our on our chat the other day, and it was a picture of uh, Mickey Mouse whispering in in uh, in uh, Santos's ear, saying, "What did it? What did it say? I've been here longer oh, than you. I'll be. I'll, I've been here longer than you, and I'll be here when you're gone, or something, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's it's amazing stuff. So, uh, well." <laughs> Yeah. Woo. That was intense. We got one little piece left if you guys want to talk about it, but talk about whatever you like. I'm, I'm and down. actually, this this is probably the calmest part of the show. So this is called "Light at the at the Light at the Magic Kingdom." So this is talking about the recent updates at Magic Kingdom regarding the reservations, the dining packages, the good days, stuff like that. So just to get a little recap on that. So apparently. On January 9th of 2024, reservations are not going away, but they are being pulled back substantially. Mm-hmm. You are now, it's, there's, you don't need reservations for a single day ticket. So if you buy a ticket, it's good whenever. You, <laughs> uh, I love, I love the pride flag in the background too. Like right? that just, that's just, <laughs> there's a lot in that image. There's a, um, lot, there's, a, there's a lot to take in. Yes. Yeah. So there, there's so for your reservations, reservations are no longer needed if you buy a day ticket. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, there's the good days, which are the same thing that they've kind of had, but they're called good to go days, where they're days where reservations are not needed at all. You could if there's a good day, you could just go and show up. Dining packages are back, and dining packages the way they do in Florida is you could prepay for all your breakfast, lunch, dinner. Everything you want to eat, you prepay for it months in advance. Kind of cool. Um, then there is there was a couple other things that were kind of not re-relevant, but very just unique to Florida. But one thing that makes me mad 
It's always something. <laughs> yeah. First off, you announce these good to go days a week after you announce that, hey, after 2 p.m. at these parks, reservations are no longer needed. Okay. Now we have good to go days. You announce that, hey, for single day tickets, you don't need a reservation when you buy them. All of this coming January 9th. I'm curious. And I'm not, I get I'm not the business tech on there, but you want to tell me why it's going to take almost eight months to roll this simple program out? And well, now they, they mentioned this the day before the Q2 meeting. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they're just trying, I mean, it, it, the simplicity of getting rid of the reservation system. I mean, the floodgates would open immediately. Like their, their surplus could of guests just, Double, triple, I don't know, just because when the reservation system was first introduced, it was right. it was it was good. Um, especially during the pandemic. But now I'm not really seeing a need for it anymore. Yeah, and so and that's kind of where I'm at. Uh mm-hmm. is so and I get they they'd have to prepare for it, surplus food, stuff like that. But I'm curious, like, hey, you know. Why January? Maybe mm-hmm. September, maybe after the summer. You don't want to do that, stuff like that. But it's it's that's it. Like, hey, we're January. Then the good to go days, it's like, why are you changing this up? Like yeah. you just change this. And my biggest issue is again wasting the energy on other things. You announce this two days before or a day before your quarter two meeting. Why yeah. do you do that? Because you're bumping the dollars at oh, there's something to grab onto. Mm-hmm. But right now, and the, the part that gets me is Disney has so many, oh, this is to come. Oh, this mm-hmm. is to come. Mm-hmm. Well, when? You've been yeah. promising things hand, time over time over time. And when we either we either we never see them or we get half-built projects. Star Wars and Avengers Campus are foolproof of that. Avengers yeah. Campus was, oh, it's gonna have two new e-ticket attractions. We got one new attraction and a makeover. Guardian or uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge. We had the theme park. We were just have battles and like you and very yeah. much everybody was speaking Star Wars. You wouldn't really know you're at the park, and then yeah. nothing. So yeah. it's like, really, well, what is going on? Let me let me play devil's advocate here for a second. Then I mean, if they. It takes time to plan a Disney vacation. You got to do it a couple of months in advance. So maybe if people hear this right now. I completely lost my internet and my work. So I'm on my phone. So you're going to have to end the show, Lewis. I'm going gotcha. <laughs> But I mean, it, takes t- it takes time to plan. And it gives people an opportunity to go, oh, okay. This is probably even more of an incentive for us to go when this goes into place. So even though the numbers may be low for this quarter, let's see how it is when we implement this new system. Possibly. Uh, that's a very fair answer, though. I mean, like uh, I said, I'm playing devil's advocate here. So <laughs> I, I'm not speaking for Disney. And if they if they do do this, though, you heard it here first. I, I mean, now with all these changes, and that's another thing that poked the question was, Obviously, uh, Florida was first to drop masks. Florida was first to really open up. Florida has kind of been the test pit, the test rat, or whatever that word is. For lab rat. Lab rat. Lab rat. Yeah. Do we see this coming to Disneyland at all? 
What do you think, Sean? I might have missed about five minutes of your conversation, but um, so I, the, I, 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 I think the reservation system in Florida, how it's being toned back. Do you see it coming uh, to Disneyland the way they're trying to implement it in Disney World? I think eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you Man, think it, it, sucks to, it sucks to sucks to be on the phone? This is great. I can't even see anything. <laughs> Poor Sam. Yeah. Do you think that it could be? successful do you think that it could work why are they waiting until january instead of rolling it out sooner that i don't know and i, I will say this before you like that they say hey, someone said like you had the flex pass before mm. with at disneyland which mm-hmm. had good to go days which which was nice and i know that was part of the part of it was good to, the, the good to go days mm-hmm. i don't know i i, I think I, I don't mind the idea of of the of the data tickets mm. you know you still you know st- uh, Reservations are never going to go away, you know, especially if there's season passes, and we know that, and we've accepted that, or or we haven't accepted it, but we know that it's it's a thing. And I'm kind of skirting the question, so I don't know for sure, but I I, I think eventually it will come to the West Coast as well. Okay. Hmm. I I I don't see reservations ever going away, but I do see like Monday through Friday becoming reservation free days. Um, but I because even like in Magic Kingdom is still you have to have reservations. But other parks mm-hmm. have the good to go days. But my thing is, I just, I get what you shared. It takes time to plan it, but uh, almost nine months, that's a bit aggressive. But also at the same be. time, I'm, I don't even believe that these are happening. I feel like Disney lately has been doing a lot of, this is what we can do. This is what we can possibly build. And it's been a lot of that. I mean, poor Epcot still being built from five years <laughs> ago. I mean, and now we have Iger back at the helms. I was very supportive of him now or before, I'm, I feel like month after month, I'm just less in support of a Liger. Like, so, bring so back was, Eisner. <laughs> bring back Eisner. Justice for Eisner. So you think nine months was just arbitrary then? They just they just put they just put a bullseye on the wall. They threw a dart and they said, okay, nine months. Sounds I, good. I, I don't know why they chose that because it doesn't even land in their quarters. Because Disney operates off a – their first quarter is in November. So mm. it's not even like – it works in their quarters. I mean, so it's weird that they did it that way. So I'm not sure. It's a weird date for Disney. It's some random day. Now, if I want to stay, if I'm going to say it's like a Wednesday, so it's like, okay. So, hmm. but like I said, that was the more calmer one, and that was the uh, the backup topic. So, right. Perfect. Oh, man. Well, now we can all go to bed now that our hearts are racing and our blood is pumping. Oh, um, I'm about to tell the monsters. Okay. <laughs> So, but Kubrick, appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you joining the team as your first episode. What are your thoughts of this show? I think it's great. I love the free for all. I love the honest opinions. I love the respect and also, you know, the dignity that's carried within this where we can challenge each other without having it come to blows yet. And you think sounds fucking crazy. So, I mean, uh, (laughs) no, I was going to say, I appreciate you being here because. This is probably the most show where me and Sean were like, really, no, hold on, hold on. So to have yeah, somebody yeah. there yeah, say, hold yeah, on, guys, hold sure. on, time out. That was tight. <laughs> I've been getting so much crap about talking crap about Iger, and now Lou's like, I can't stand Iger. What the hell? <laughs> I feel like I'm never on the same page, and Sam gives me shit all the time. She's like, Louis, you're not happy with anything. And I was like, no, I will just critique everything. <laughs> and make it better. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh All right, then. Well, guys, if you have nothing else to say, we will close it out.
All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We will see you next week. Same time, same channel, same podcast. Awesome, guys. Everyone have a good night.